Are you feeling throat clary? I'm feeling much cleared. Really? Much, much more cleared now that I have cleared my throat. That's always a good thing. Okay, so. So. Another lunch. Another, another day. Another topic. Okay. Um, so this is something that I was thinking about uh, recently, and uh, it's very, a very simple thing, and it comes down to advice. Oh. Right? So. Most of the time, when you're get you ask you get advice or people give you advice, or you're looking for advice. Um, a lot of times, you're not even really asking for it. You well, know what I mean, at times when you're getting advice that you didn't well, ask isn't for. That, well, they say that the worst vice is advice. You know, <laughs> virtues and vices. The worst <laughs> right. vice is advice, and that's basically when, if if you consider the fact that when you go to a friend and you're like, man. Uh, feel like um things aren't working out in my marriage or i feel like things aren't working out with my new girlfriend or i don't i don't like my job or uh, i got a problem with my neighbor or whatever you know you just wanted somebody to be like i'm with you man i'm with you that's that's really difficult like what are you thinking what are you gonna do you know those are the people who you probably talk to more often than the ones who i would say like my mother my mother has a, a propensity to immediately jump on to well i know a lot about this so let me give you some advice right it's like no you don't you may not have ever lived through this you have no idea what i'm talking about yeah but most a lot of people do that they, they, you know the moment they hear your problem you know they listen to your problem they want to jump in and, and the first words are well you know once i or you know i i can relate because i or they try and personalize the other person's problem and and create some situation from their own past that has relatability at least in their own eyes they're rationalizing you know oh you're breaking up with your girlfriend yeah well i used to have a dog and i had to give him away right. so i know what that's like <laughs> you know and you know what i did in that situation you know how i got through it uh what you need to do is you need to sit down with a cup of tea and watch a bunch of romantic comedies about dogs i mean not you per se because you didn't lose have to give away your dog you right. broke up with your girlfriend but same thing same mm-hmm. same general mm-hmm. principle so that that's have that's, you seen that movie he's just not that into you no, no maybe that i was live it, it. Yeah, that's your advice <laughs> but that's the that's the question what constitutes uh authority or expertise meaning are there are, do you feel in your circle of friends that there are people that when they give you advice nine times out of ten you can trust it and you feel like it's a good suggestion oh yeah i mean I, I, there's few of them but yeah there's there's definitely a few that if they give me advice that that i would take it to heart and i think i could trust it i think there's a common misconception when it comes to advice i i, I think the majority of the time is coming from a good place a lot of people i think innately respond to somebody coming to you with like oh a bad week or a bad weekend or a bad situation automatically the person you're talking to i think generally wants feels like okay 
I should help. Well, you would. I should help. You so. wouldn't be going to that person if you didn't have, you know, have something that you wanted to talk to them. Well, about. that's not true. You'd be just hanging out and be like, "Dude, man, like this, this, this thing, this, this situation popped up really sucks." I, yeah, but I, why would you be hanging out with that person if you didn't think that they were? friend well that's not the point the point is is that you tell them something they automatically have to be like oh well then you know here's what you should do you should, you, you, it, it, this happened to me and and uh i think that this is what helped me and and i think you know that's sometimes it's just coming from somebody a friend listening to another friend and being like oh but your situation you're talking more of an annoyance kind of a thing well no what i'm what i'm talking about yes i'm talking about an annoyance annoyance but I'm, I'm prefacing that as an example the question that i'm asking is what do you feel, in your opinion, makes for the perfect recipe, so to speak? Um, it, all, they check all of the boxes, meaning th- these are the boxes that have to be checked for you mm-hmm. when considering to take someone's advice. Meaning, um, first of all, are okay. they that person who always offers advice so you just immediately count them out? Right. Uh, are they that? Are they that silent bob character who never gives advice so when they do you absolutely listen mm-hmm. are they someone with a ton of life experience or or are they somebody with a lot of wisdom like what what are the things that when you, you when you think about the people that you typically take advice from what are those categories what are those check boxes well first of all it comes down to the type of advice i'm seeking so for one of my friends i could think of there's a lot of sort of First Fair. off, let me give you some advice on how to take advice. Okay, go ahead. I'm joking. Go ahead. Go ahead. I, I won't take it because you give advice all the all time. All the time. <laughs> but, I'm that guy. But what I'll do is I'll sift through it and figure out, oh, a piece of this is good for me. Um, it, one of my one of my go-tos, it's more of a, a therapeutic. It kind of This friendship really kind of negates the need for me, I think, to kind of seek a therapist because of the advice that I get from this person in sort of everyday life scenarios. And I guess there isn't one specific thing. I guess this is majority of the time this person I can get it, I will take advice from and listen because this person has done the work. Right. Okay. So focused, very, very people oriented, very situationally oriented, very non-biased. What what I think you just said, you may actually not even been making the point, but what I heard was that advice, at least in the most general sense of the word, um, when you're looking for the perfect checkbox, that number one always, number one checkbox always starts with the fact that it's got to be categorical, meaning what am I seeking advice for? Sure. And who is the person in the best position to give me that advice? Right. Like this particular friend I would not ask business advice from anyway, shape or We're point. talking about me, right? No, it's definitely not you. <laughs> um, no. But so, yeah, to, to make your point or to agree with your point, yes, it, it's definitely what are you seeking advice for? And then what type of person would you take advice for that particular situation? Hmm. See what when I when I think about you, I don't get like you don't seem like the type of person to me who ever really gives advice. No, because who the f- am I? <laughs> well, no, but that's not <laughs> to the... give anybody advice. Well, you know what I mean. Like everybody has their own completely whatever led them to their position. Like I can say I've been through it and I can relate and I can this and that, but I'm not the guy that's going to say, "Hey, 
Now, there's that's that's not to say that I haven't given advice, but I generally, you're right. I generally do not give advice. You just never, in at least in our relationship, um, you've always been that person who, if I if I tell you something, if I tell you something you just basically stand there and let me rant right for as long as <laughs> you know it's kind of like watching a dog chasing his tail like oh, he'll tire himself out exactly you know, <laughs> just let him get it out <laughs> bunch of bullshit anyway i'm not i'm like every third word i yeah, i don't even know right what he's talking about anymore well, let's get a sandwich um right but fuck it dude let's go bowling yeah but but i do feel like that's our relationship sure right mm-hmm. so if you the relationships that you have with other people who may not be as a, uh, I don't know, uh, bulldog in nature mm-hmm. in terms of trying, you know, I'm pretty stubborn and pretty vocal about stuff. So and steadfast. Yeah. Like my opinions <laughs> are kind of my opinions, although yeah. uh, hey, I'm willing to change. No, no, you definitely listen to people. You'll, you'll stay, you'll be steadfast, but you'll, you'll listen. Mm, I think my problem isn't that I don't listen as much as my problem is I how can I be right? The, uh, yes, but uh, aside from that obvious yeah. thing, I love being right. Who, who do. doesn't like I being know. right? I know. It's just such a great, great it's feeling. It's a good feeling. But it's more like uh, I'm not going to sh- – because a lot of the advice that you get from people is sugarcoat, like the, the sugarcoat advice. So, for instance, like, oh, man, I broke up with my girlfriend, man. It just wasn't – going so well blah, blah. she's a bitch anyway man oh, like yeah. fuck her like what you know she, she i always thought she was you know kind of skeezy and slimy like you, you know what you should do you should fucking flush all of her shit down the toilet that's what you should do right you know what I mean? it's bad advice just because it's you know they're, they're just trying to they're either they're trying to tell the person what they think they want to hear right or and i that's that is one thing i'm not very good at I'm horrible at right. that. <laughs> the second that comes up, you say the absolute worst yeah, thing yeah. possible. <laughs> well, no, I t- I give I I'm extremely honest to a fault. Yeah, yeah. Meaning, if you come to me and you're like, "Eh, my girlfriend, yeah, it's not working out. We're breaking up." I'm like, "Yeah, how do you feel about it? Do you feel you made the right decision?" Right. Okay, then you got to just let it go. It sucks to hear this. Yeah. But you just got to let it go. You know, that's yeah. And move on. That's and right. Just, you know, stop whining about it. Right. Nobody wants to fucking. You know, we're wearing right. We're, we're in week three. And there are friends who will be like, "Dude, oh, I just love Ben because honestly, he doesn't. You know, he doesn't sit there." I have a friend who lost a best friend, like a best friend died, and this friend and it said to me at one I was point, "Like what? what? Lost him at a concert? Yeah, or? I couldn't find him. And then there he was by that dumpster." Um, <laughs> No, I actually, his is best, this our our friend, right? A best friend died, yeah. and this best friend, and then this friend came to me and was telling me about it. And actually, a couple of days after we after he told me about it, it was like came to me and I was like, dude, I really just got to say I really appreciate you know how you responded to to me telling you that. A lot of times I'll tell people that, and they'll be like, oh, you know, you know, time heals everything, or they just keep Lord works in mysterious all ways. this stuff. And, he, and and this person was just like, just so annoyed by it. And I didn't really, you don't really understand how you're responding to things until somebody actually points it out and says, you know, you don't do what everybody else has been doing. On top of that, to how many times can you hear the word, I'm so sorry? Right. You oh, know, my God. It's you just know, like, uh, I know you're, everybody's sorry. I'm right. not looking for your sympathy. I know. I'm just looking for you to sit and listen to me while I work out my shit. Right. And that that's exactly right. It, it's, a, it's, a hard, it's a fine line from, 
you know, showing sympathy to just being like that other person who's like, oh my God, now you're just kind of getting on my nerves, but I know you mean well. It's such a, for both parties, it's kind of a really tough line to. to you just don't want to be the last guy right? to show up and be, be like, like, oh, I'm so I'm sorry. Really sorry. Be like, and he's like, <laughs> I'm going to kill you. <laughs> right, exactly. You will be. Um, you will be yeah. when I'm done with you. And they talk about that in relationships too. It's like, you know, you come, and that's the main one. You come home and you got all this stuff and a lot of times the other person will assume that you're telling them this because they you want them to help figure out the problem when nine times out of ten you just want them to listen and you know just to just to listen listen to you you know you don't need them to respond or tell you how to handle it but you you have to know that they're there they're listening they they're kind of taking okay so we're we're, i think we're moving over into different well, we're talking so, advice so, in yeah. general. Well, no, what we're talking about is uh, consoling. Uh, when you're talking about like grief style things, like right. there's totally well, it, the relationship it, it thing comes right back to just advice in general. Yeah, true. But so I, that it, that one blip with 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 the friend was no, no, no. But I mean, note. you're making solid points, obviously, because <clears throat> they both they both kind of carry the same characteristics. Sure. Um, you know, when is, what's the best way to, con- it's the same thing as giving somebody advice. You're just doing everything that you can to try and be there in your own way. And what are the missteps that a lot of people take in doing so, whether right. you're consoling or, or offering them advice on how to handle a situation. Right. If you personalize it too much, you're an asshole. Right. Right. Well, me, 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 and then me, and then me, me, me. Does that help you? Oh, you lost <laughs> a friend? I remember when I lost a friend. Let me tell you about my problem. Exactly. And yeah. that, that doesn't help anybody. Doesn't help. Right. Um, I've been, I've done that. Mm-hmm. I've done that. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm one of those people who learned from, has learned from that mistake. Right. Uh, long Because, yeah. you know, having, not being able to actually, you know, I, I like, I lost a, a grandparent and then I was talking to somebody who had lost a parent. And so it was like trying to for me to try and rationalize that is not right. it's not something i have the ability to do right you know what i mean that's when you come in and be like i lost a dog yeah exactly it, it just doesn't that's the perfect example yeah you know it's the same thing mm-hmm. with people who compare you know having children to having a dog mm-hmm. or having a pet it's like mm-hmm. you're really out of your depth here pal you can't make that comparison yeah there's both of them have responsibilities but you know you don't you don't put diapers on a dog you know and right you don't have to worry about a dog's diet it comes in a bag or a can or whatever like um you don't worry about the dog being able to open up the door and getting into the knife drawer so (laughs) right um, we get it (laughs) yeah exactly so i guess when 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 i'm thinking about advice categorically when you when you have a problem what are some of the problems that you feel like you've come across in your life where you've been like you know what I need an expert on this. I don't, I can't, I don't have an, you can't think of one. Not one time. <laughs> like, oh man, unless I, I need an expert, like a doctor, like I need a doctor All to right, take a so, look at this. <laughs> so, okay. When you were, um, I'll say, oh, do, I don't want to bring it around to relationships. Let's, let's do it in terms of the, the job stuff. Mm-hmm. Okay. When you were thinking about moving from your last job to mm-hmm. the, your current job, right? Um, the opportunity was there. You mm-hmm. had a decision to make. You had to weigh all the factors. Okay? Right. Was there anybody that you felt? Obviously, you're not going to talk to the person who's hiring you about it. You're not going to talk to the person who I'm you're, working for. You're working for about it. Of course it. not. Who was like? Who was the guy that? Did you have any guy specifically in mind when that came up? And you're like, you know what? This is a dude who literally jumps from job to job. Like, right. And he's made 
bad decisions. He's made good decisions. But, I mean, for the most part, he always seems to land on his feet. That's the guy I want to talk to. Right. Um, did anybody pop in your mind? Nobody popped into my mind. Nobody. No, I've taken my life and my decisions into my own hands without the – only, the only advice that ever – and I can't say I ever really sought it. I just talked about things and got advice from the people who I know would respond that way. But I've never – you know, you never really sought out like, okay, hey man, this is going on, and I need you to tell me how you know what you think, or that's you know what I mean. Like I've never, and that's I don't know. How about you? I mean, do you have somebody like that? Yeah. Well, I've been in situations like that where you've had to reach out. Absolutely. Well, okay. Um, here's a pretty obvious example. Um, my my dog died in 2016. But in the months leading up to that, right, I was dealing with the fact that she had gotten sick, gotten, you know, had had a heart problem. Mm-hmm. Um, and I had to go and I had to talk to the doctor and the doctor was saying, OK, it's either going to cost you. It, she could die in her sleep in any, or, or die any, any moment just because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. she has like a heart attack. Um, oh, but. What we can do is, you know, drain the fluid from the abdomen. We can we can fight the symptoms of the problem right now. It's going to cost you, you know, twenty five hundred dollars right now, and probably five hundred and sixty dollars per month for the rest of her life, uh, however long or short that might be. Um, or you can do the and this was what they were suggesting. We suggest you put her down today. And I'm going, is she in pain? They're like, no. I'm like, she's not in pain. It doesn't hurt her. They're like, no, not at all. She's just, you know, she's has a little bit of trouble. She's just a little bit slower. Mm-hmm. Uh, but she has this. She's definitely at high risk for this thing to happen, and it's gonna happen. So we could just take care of it right now. There's no need for. And I, and I'm like, weighing my options here, and I'm going, okay, this this could be extremely expensive, but I could, you know, or I can I can solve that problem. I had financial weight of, you know, just having had a child and all this stuff going on. But it, it, I felt like I didn't know what decision to make. Right. What was the right decision to make there? Because mm-hmm. I needed to be able to weigh whether or not it was, you know, it was worth potentially knowing it was going to be like four $4,000 for at least a month and a half if she made it that long. And then more on top of that. And then more on top of that if it actually, we kept doing it. That mm-hmm. added responsibility. Um, All right, once you're in it, you're like, we, we've already done four, four grand exactly. in. We, we should you, keep you, it going. You keep, keep it going and, and you, you, bet on, you bet on the quality of the time you have. Right. That's what you're paying for. So I, just, I had to talk it out because I wasn't really in a position financially to be able to do it. And I knew... Yeah, it was going to be a real stretch, and I knew I would have had to have a hard conversation with my my son and my wife. Uh, of course, my wife was like, "Anything, anything it takes." Right, and, of course. You know, and and I'm yeah. you know, and I'm going. Well, someone's going to have to be the realist here and figure out what we're going to do. And I battled myself on. It. I didn't know who to talk to about yeah. it. I didn't know what to do. So I reached out to. Uh, the people, there are two people that I had in mind. My, my mother was one of them because uh, she had uh, our, she took care of our dogs, my, our family dogs uh, who had died right. f- four or five years ago. Um, and then I talked to another friend who had lost, uh, lost a dog. Right. Um, but I don't think, 
none of them were in the exact same situation, but I knew it was close enough because a lot of people have, you know, their pets get health problems and then they have to kind of weigh that. Because to me, it was a, it was, it wasn't a question as to whether or not I wanted to move forward. Oh, of and course. Give her, let her, <clears throat> let her live. It was a question of, am I going to go into debt <laughs> for right. two more months of time? With a dog who's likely just going to be sleeping on the couch and happy to see me when I get home and then go back to sleep. Right. Um, and that's the best I could hope for. So, I, I, yeah, in that situation, I I, uh, I really kind of was seeking right. advice. I didn't – I mean, I laid out the problem and I just wanted to hear what everybody else's opinions were. Mm-hmm. So, I guess uh, – that that's a very specific example, but yes, I, I mean, well, that's what we we're talking about. I yeah, mean, categor- That's one of those categorical <clears throat> things. Another another categorical uh, instance of, of kind of seeking out advice, um, you know, would be you know, investment stuff. You know, if you're if you're if if somebody is giving you an investment advice, you know, and said, oh, do you you know, do you want to invest in this company that I'm investing in? There's all this upside and blah blah blah. Do you want to get oh, in? Blah, sure. blah blah blah. You can't talk to that guy because he's going to just sit there and sell you. So you need to talk to somebody who, you know, knows knows that stuff. Right. Right. So you gotta you gotta seek that person out. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they call it legal advice. Get a lot of legal advice. I know you do. You pay for that too. And but, you give it, but you don't get paid for it. No, I don't. <laughs> well, if you spend enough time with lawyers, you kind of figure out the really simple stuff. Right. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know, man. I. I I guess my biggest problem with with advice uh, in general is when when it's solicited, when when you're not even talking exactly. to somebody and when they're I, offering you advice. Maybe I don't even have yeah. like, a problem. Like you're you're like you order a donut at a donut shop. Someone's like, "Hey, man, you can get you know much better food for your for your lifestyle somewhere else." Yeah, <laughs> Just come in and exactly. Start telling you, like, exactly. You really should eat healthy. I'm yeah, eating a donut. Exactly. You Here's really your... should. Here's consider your, a kale salad every advice. once in a while and it's like wow yeah. well i'll check I'll, yourself a little yeah, bit there that's a good point slice. that's a good point i mean going back to your entire point which was like advice and like you know where do we where are the hiccups and people that give advice or get advice or where do you seek advice i'll, I'll go back and say there was a couple times there was one when i was trying to decide whether to do the 401k at this one company and yada 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 so i went and talked to my brother-in-law uh, this one time when I was like trying to decide whether a car that I wanted to buy was a good deal or should I do it with X, Y, and Z. And my dad, his whole life was selling cars. So sure, I went to him and said, look, here's the ins and outs of what's going on here. I need advice. You know, so when I'm calling and asking for advice, then there really is no wrong way. Well, yeah, because you're just appreciating any response, the, the, <laughs> the wisdom or experience that the other person has that you don't right. within that respect. but. Yeah, when it when it comes to, uh, you know what you should do, right? Like literally, that's what drives me insane. And I mean, have you ever had somebody say that to you when you were like, "That's a good idea." Here's what you should do. No, maybe, I don't think I have. Maybe randomly. Maybe maybe a, a movie uh, uh, recommendation. I would say ninety. You know what? You should probably see this movie. Yeah, exactly. Right? Yeah, okay. but ninety nine percent of the time. Anything that comes out of their mouth I'm like, after I'm not doing you that. know what you should do, <laughs> I'm like you. I just lost respect right. for you because that is and and if you can't tell by my face, my mind is saying that is the dumbest 
fucking thing yeah, I've ever. It's a jump to conclusions, Matt. Like, not only <laughs> is it something that any moron could have come up with, right? But it is like you obviously haven't thought out why I would do that. Right? You don't know me. It turns out. <laughs> yeah. Right. Exactly. You yeah. don't know me at all. Yeah. This is the last thing I would ever do. <laughs> But thank you. Thank you for, for nothing. You know what you should do? You should take your own advice. There you go. That's what you should do. There you go. You should do that. You're welcome. You know what you should do? You should do what you just said for right. me to do. Right. That's what you should do. Right. It, do you realize we're talking about me right now? Yeah. <laughs> Get out of your own head. Stupid ass. Yeah. Thanks for nothing. All right. <laughs> Nobody's giving advice today. Good topic. <clears throat> What does that exactly mean? Not sure. It means Hakuna Matata. Yeah, that's going to be an interesting movie. What do you think? It's like, I don't understand. It's live action, but they're talking. (laughs) As most live action is. Well, the animals. Okay, the animals. If it wasn't live, that would just be action. (laughs) If they were just up there and not talking. Are we live? Benjamin. Yeah, we are, of course. What what do you what's on your mind for another edition of Ryan's Corner? I heard this uh this 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 conversation overheard and I thought I'd bring it up to you. What would it take for you to turn on your family? By that I mean are you Meaning the, I have to wear something really sexy? No, no, definitely not. I mean, like, oh, turn, different type of turn. Turn on. them in. Turn them in to the police. Now, are you the kind of guy that's like, hey, you do anything for your family? You come to me and they and and like, hey, I, I, I murdered somebody. Like, all right, would you would you be the the guy that would house them? And so which which family shelter? Well, that your your the, are you talking like your bubble? My, my nuclear family. My. Uh, my family, <laughs> family, my you. immediate family, or my extended family. I mean, your heart and soul. Or my in-law family. <laughs> well, you have a lot more layers going on than well, I do. I think everybody else does. If you've got cousins or, right. you know, if you've got, you know, you got your uncles and cousins and second cousins and right, that right. whole thing. And then you've got your mom and your dad, your sisters and siblings. Right. And then you've got your, if you're married like I am, you've got your wife and your children. Wife and children, uh, uh, I the only time I think I would ever turn anybody in. Mm-hmm. There's two, two, two times. One, if it was a lesson with my very minor consequences. Right. There's no permanent records that are going to be uh, right stored for for what. So, a- for instance, like if my son is eight years old and we go to the convenience store and he steals a candy bar. Right. You know? 
You're turning him in. I'm walking him in and saying, "You tell this man you're sorry. You give him back his candy bar, right? And you, you know, you suffer those. You, he'll be mad at you, right? And you let him be mad at you, and you know, you get a little wink and a nod from the guy, going, "I get it. It's okay." But it's like, you know, that's yes, I would, I would turn him in <laughs> in that circumstances. The other is if, if I felt like they were a threat to themselves or others. Uh huh. Okay, that's what that had come up. And so, what, for instance, if my son is. 16 years old, dropping, dropped out of hot, skip, you know, dropping out of school, you know, tagging freeways, doing drugs, mm-hmm. running with a gang, stealing from people, you know, stuff like that. Then it'd be like, okay, there's only one way that this is going to end if I don't turn you in. Right, right. You know, I don't want you to die. You're going to die or you're going to kill somebody. Yeah, you're going to die or you're going to learn what the, you know, someone's going to teach, you're eventually going to get taught the consequences of your actions. I would rather it be in, uh, in a place where, you know, you, right. (laughs) You're not going to die. Right. 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 So it had come up of like, you know, it was a real general question. Like, would you, would you, would you give shelter to a family member or would you turn them in basically? And and a friend of mine was like, dude, family all the way you come to me and say you murdered somebody i'd say all right here you need to hide here you need to hide here i'll definitely hide you um, but you're right there's definitely a lot of x so factors that go along with i that. would do it only if like say your son come back from college like dad dad you gotta hide me so yeah this once again that's what it is so so let's just say in this scenario it's uh it's it's my sister i got into a gambling problem yeah my, my, my sister has a you know she she was in a drunk hit and run accident, mm-hmm. and uh, there, and somebody got killed, and they're trying to arrest her, and she's scared, right? And they, she can't go home, and she has nowhere to stay. And in that situation, I you you have two the scale that you're weighing it on essentially is okay. I'm not, I'm definitely not going to make my wife and my children pay for the mistakes of my sister or my family member, right? Right, because that's a that's the risk you're taking. If I'm a single dude, and it's just my sister, and I got nobody else relying on me, mm-hmm. then you, probably yeah, uh, for as long as I could take, help take yeah. the risk, right? And I definitely set it up to where there's like plausible deniability. You know what I mean? Right. Like put her with, yeah, put her in put her in a place uh, where she wouldn't. Where I could say, oh, I, she had a key. I didn't know she was staying. Right. I would just leave, I would just basically leave town, right, and uh, let her stay wherever she needed to stay that I owned. But I just wouldn't be there to, you know. I'd say I, she had a key. I, you know, I didn't know, but I'd let her have the have the ability to hide out if she needed to for however long. Right. Um. Yeah. If it's immediate family, if it's my son who's coming <laughs> back and he's like, yeah, there's the situation. They're I, gonna I, kill me, Dad. Yeah. Uh, I'll do. What you do what you gotta do. Your your wife comes back from va- some some girl's vacation. And says, uh, "We've got to move to another country or an island. Otherwise, I'm going to jail forever." <laughs> you're, right? You're exactly. like, okay, let's find our resources and move to yeah. Let's Costa Rica. Fig- let's <laughs> let's 
figure out. Let's sort of figure. Let's <laughs> put all our options on the table and go with the best one. We can seek for advice on that, but but once again, if you've got a son and you've got a daughter, right? So yep. let's put yourself into that frame, and it's like, okay, you've got one kid who teach him how to fish. Maybe he's a straight A student. He's right. she, she's a straight A student. Right. I'm always assuming it's my son who's going to fuck up, but right. let's just let's assuming that she's got a great trajectory. You know what I mean? She's doing right. everything right. She doesn't deserve to have to move or to have to fear for her life because my son has made nothing but bad decisions in that respect you've got to say as as a a parent Mm -hmm. you son i love you with all my heart i will do anything in my power to to get you to protect you in this situation when and where i can but i you are the one who made the choices your sister did not Right. 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 Fuck. I don't matter. It's not about me. Right. This is about the person who has been doing right. It's my job to protect both of you. You did not consult me before making this choice. You made it all on your own. You're supposed to suffer your own consequence, the consequences of your own actions. You can't ask the rest of your family to to do that. Dad, just hide me. I just need you to hide me. Just keep me down in the basement. I'll never know I'm there. They'll never know I'm here. Um, yeah. <laughs> I'll do the best I can, I'll son. do it as long as I can, but maybe you go find some of your drugged out friends uh, yeah. and ask if you could sleep on their couches, you know? <laughs> right. Those, those, the guy you were in the car with. <clears throat> right. Uh, yeah, and, and that's, a, I mean, that's a good point. I mean, it, it, the conversation kind of comes down to, like, you know, I'll do anything for family, but then when it comes, at the end of the day, that that includes other people, right? So, when you're making a decision like that, you're like, well, I got to think about my wife and my yeah, sister. It's, a, it's your... a simple framework where you're saying if it's just – if the consequences of my assistance, um, meaning if the hammer comes down, it's going to come down on me and me alone, that's a much easier decision to make than it is the hammer is going to come down on me and it's going to affect right. all the other people that I right. love. So, um, yeah, yeah, I got to say, I would probably I would probably turn turn them in if it if it warranted it. warranted it. But Mm. if if I'm too far. So here's another thing. And it goes a different way. We we keep going to these extremes, right? Well, sure. Where it's like I'm going to get arrested or I'm going to get killed. Well, that's it. Whatever. You're you're looking for a reason you would actually, uh, you know, shelter a loved one from the police. Well, or shelter can come in many forms. Well, that's true. Too. Hair hair, Ryan. That's so true. That's true. let's put this into perspective, right? You've got a you've got a sibling, right? You've got yes, a I do. Yes, I do. All right. So let's just say your sibling mm-hmm. comes to you and says, "Okay, Ryan." Um, is she married? She has a kid. Yeah, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm married. Both. I'm married. I've got kids. Uh, my husband wasn't, you know, t- talking to me. We, we've been. We haven't been. The relationship hasn't been great. He's been totally stressed out. I come to find out, he, you know, started a business with some other guy, and he lost his because jo- he lost his job, and he's been pumping our life savings into this new business venture that i had no idea about Mm -hmm. and it has he's given away our savings he's given away all everything in my checking like we're gonna lose the house we're gonna lose the car we're gonna lose everything and if i don't come up with ten thousand dollars by tomorrow it's fucking curtains for me i really need your help this time 
mom does not have it. Yeah, she definitely. Is there it. any way you could come up with it? Now you have enough resources to where you have and and if you have, and it. you have friends <clears throat> to where you could go out and say, guys, I don't have. My sister's in real trouble. I don't have ten thousand, but I promise if you if you can loan me whatever you can loan me, right? I promise I will event I will pay you back. Right in time, you can count. I mean, you could find people <clears throat> who love you and trust you enough to be like, all right, man, yeah, I'll give you fifteen hundred. I'll give you three grand, or I'll give you whatever. Just you know, mm-hmm, I pre- mm-hmm. I appreciate your friendship, and I know you you know you've got you've got your reasons for why you would do it. Right. So. You could come up with the ten thousand, right? Right, but whether would it's I? yourself or you have the resources to pull that kind of money together, right? Would you do it, hmm. knowing that it might only buy her a little bit of time, one more month, right? Well, I, I, I guess that would come down to me being like, okay, so when you get this money, what happens next? <laughs> you know, kind of a thing. Like, what changes are going to be made? Like, what kind of hope is there? I don't know. I can't tell you all that stuff right I now. All I can tell you is I have until I have, I have to be at the bank tomorrow. Well, sister, it doesn't sound like a really good investment for me. It's uh, not. It's a horrible, <laughs> horrible investment. And the likelihood is... I'm, I'm, I will promise you up and down that I will pay you back. But the likelihood, but the likelihood of me being able to pay you back is going to be probably zero. And this, it's, I'm an, this whole thing that I'm presenting right now, it's an inevitable failure. It's, there's a 99% chance that you're going to lose your money. But I need you right now. Never asked you for anything. Yeah, that's true. I need you to pull it together. And I need you to do me this one favor, because I'm gonna, I'm, I've only, I, I'm gonna go to the next person. I'm gonna go to mom, or you know, I'm gonna go to my best friend from college. I'm just gonna work my way down that list until I finally get evicted. I would, I would, I would make an effort. You'd say I'll put up five if you can come up with the other. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I would I would And get... then watch her as she walks out the door and goes to the dog track. <laughs> uh she's definitely trustworthy enough to do that for. I mean, I don't know your sister, so I'm painting a bad picture. She, yeah. She's probably really cool and super financially responsible, but I'm just yeah. giving you a what if. <laughs> like way good. Um, if she happens to hear this, well, I'm sorry, Ryan's sister. No, it's all good. I mean, I, well, I got to weigh the pros and cons of the character and that kind of thing, and like, uh, you know, the history. And I would probably do what I could to get her the money. But this would be the one time. Like you said, she's never asked me for anything, and she's called me. She's in dire straits. She really needs it. This is very rare. Uh, you know, she's never done it before. I would probably figure out how to help her out. So in your. In this example, using money as the form of shelter, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, the, uh, are you at that point in your mind? Are you putting a price on the relationship? Right. Well, let's see how much I'm going to put up. Basically, is what you're saying. <laughs> no, I mean, are you putting like you're not the one who dictated those terms? Right. They did. They're right. saying I need this. Right. And this is this is what this is how much uh, I need, and this is what I'm expecting from you. So at that point, are you saying? Well, you basically just said to me that that's what our relationship is worth. Ten grand. If you're not going to pay it back, if or, or you're not going to even attempt to pay it back, like if you if 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 
if this whole thing, if you're basically telling me I'm flushing money down the toilet, right? I'm just giving you money to piss away. Um, you're kind of putting a price on it, right? right. You're kind of putting right. a price on our relationship and saying, yeah, I'm just going to take this money and do nothing. You know, make no effort. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna give you anything in exchange for that. Right. Right. Well, I mean, I know her well enough to know that. Even the dude went to that guy's horrible play. <laughs> he may be late on his rent, but he went. But to he the shows up. I'll be there. So man. what would? Yeah. So what would? Uh, what? He's I mean, like, you know what? He lets me not pay rent. What most would your of the time. What would your sister do in that situation? You gave me ten grand. I don't have the money to give you back, but you know what? I'll do other things. Right. What? What else can I do to make you know that? What I appreciate you, what the you grand. did for me. Uh, you know, our relationship. That's the same thing. Well, like if you got the kid who you're harboring because he's a fugitive, you know you. You don't want to think that you're putting yourself at that kind of risk just to turn around and the kid's like, exactly. I'm just going to go back to my old ways. Thanks a lot. Right. Fuck off. You know, like that's putting a price on the relationship. Right. Well, you know, it also comes down to, okay, so the, the whole thing is about would you, would you shelter a loved one no matter what? And obviously it comes down to the, you know, part of me is like, okay, well, how much at risk am I? Am I personally for helping you out? How much of that now is now I'm at risk? Now, if I if she comes to me and says I need to borrow ten thousand and I don't have it, but I need I really want to give it to her and I have to go around to my resources that I've spent years and years building a relationship on, um, and putting that a little bit at risk because I'm borrowing from them now, and so that I guess that's the only risk I the risk of being out of money and maybe hurting. Uh, a friendship or you know a relationship that i've built trust on over years you know what i mean so that's the that's the risk in this situation the risk to, to sheltering or housing somebody from the police when you know the police are after them well then you're legally now able to be tried and, and convicted of of a crime well that also comes to i mean Yes. Once again, we're talking about dire circumstances, but I guarantee you... Well, that's the only thing you would need to shelter somebody for. In your life, I guarantee you've had people, as I have, that have come to you and said, "Um, I really need this from you, and I'll never ask you for another favor again. And you're kind of like, yeah, this is is one of those deal-breaker kind of things that you're asking me to do. Right. Like, for instance, uh, in college... There's a guy that uh, I had been, you know, quasi friends with, you know, sure, sure. Uh, for a year or so. And he was like, hey, man, um, can you give me a ride to a friend's house? And I was a guy in college who had a car mm-hmm. uh, freshman year going into sophomore year. And I'm like, yeah, sure. No problem. Um, I don't. He's like, I'll, I'll pay you some gas money. And I'm like, OK, that's fine. It was like five bucks. We drive down, and all of a sudden, I'm noticing it's not the greatest area of town. Right. And the guy, we, we're in, like, some parking lot of, like, a big lots or some bullshit, and the guy gets out, and obviously, he goes, and he's buying drugs. Oh, no. And gets back in the car, and I'm like, well, what's up? What, why didn't you, you know, I gave you a ride. I thought we were going to your friend's place. He's like, oh, yeah, my friend, you know, my friend's not, we, it. We decided to just chill. Uh, I'm going back to the house, or he wasn't home, or you know something like that. Uh, right. He is. He. That's why we met over here. He came with some bullshit excuse. I'm just kind of like, I know what you're. I'm not stupid. Like right. I know what's going it's on. I know. Worse. I know what you're doing. What you're asking me to do is, uh, you know, drive you around with, you know, I'm I'm responsible. 
Right. You know what I mean? Like they pull me over, they find it. I'm I'm just as accountable as you. We're both going on a trip. Absolutely. So like what what's going through your mind? Why would you put me in that kind of position? And it was like, I'm sorry, man. It was one time deal. It'll never happen again. And at that point in time, what's going through my mind was, you know, you put, you just put a price on the relationship, right? The price that you paid for the whole relationship that we had, like what, what friends, not friends, you know, um, me being there for you, me giving you rides here and there, me, you know, me being cool with you, um, us hanging out, like that it ends after you get out of this car. You realize that. Right. Like you, you took no regard of my life and Yeah, like at this all. is the this is the last time you will ever be in my car. Period. Right. Ever. And the likelihood is we're probably not going to be hanging out anymore. Right. You know what I mean? Like we're not this is this you 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 basically just put me in a position that and, and sure, would I have loved to just drive down to the police station at that point and been like, there he is, officer. Yeah. <laughs> you know, is that how your feelings were? That's You're like, big lots of paper want... right there. <laughs> It'd be funny. It's like if you picked up to what he was doing and didn't say anything, he just drove straight just to the police. Just be like, I got to see a friend. Yeah. I got... <laughs> <laughs> you wait here. <laughs> the opposite of sheltering somebody. Be like, hold on a second. <laughs> you just hang here. Hang tight. I'll be right, I'll be back. right back. I got to go talk to my buddy about something. Yeah. <laughs> he might come out and want to talk to you. It's, yeah. Don't, but it's super cool. Don't even worry about it. <laughs> don't even trip. Don't even sweat, G. Look, this is the last time You're I'll cool. ever do anything like this. It's fine. I'm sorry. Don't don't even, don't even sweat it. It's no thing. <laughs> you reassure him. It's like, it'll never happen again. Trust this is me. It. This, this is, is the last time. time right? <laughs> Oh, I'll never do that to you again. Just, yeah. I promise. This is the only time. I'll... <laughs> but in that in that particular set of circumstances, you know that guy would sit me down after he gets out of jail and be like, "All right, look, you didn't tell me you were going to turn me into the cops. Right? You drove me to the police. You knew I had. Okay, let's be. You put a price on the relationship yeah. when you did that." He's like, look, I didn't tell you I was going to buy drugs for my friends, and you didn't tell me you were going to drive me to police station to turn me in. Is that we're a quid even. pro quo? I've got, I've got one more deal for you. Now I need a ride. Yeah, I need a ride. Let bygones be bygones. He's like, am I going to get shot at this next place we go no, to? No, but I mean, honestly, people do that shit all the time. It's kind of like I've had, pe- I've had other guys who are like, hey, man, we're going, you know. We're going to a concert and it's going to be great. And I got a guy, I got a buddy who's got backstage passes. Yeah. Don't worry about it. I got a hookup. That was always the thing back then. I got a hookup. We're going to go and we're going to do this. I got this hookup. And everything's taken care of. Don't even worry about it. Anyway, my former, um, our, our, the guy that I used to work with here, um, it, he had kind of that same attitude. You know what I mean? Like, don't worry about it. I'll take care of it. Right. It'll be taken care. When we get there, you'll see. It'll be taken care of. And I was always the person like, all right, are you planning for this? Are you prepared for this? Is is this going to happen? And so you bank on it. You bank on that person's word. Sure. And then you show up and it's like, oh, we don't have a hotel room to stay at? Right. (laughs) We just flew across the country and there's nowhere to stay? Or, um, oh, I get to the concert and it's sold out and there's no tickets? And uh, you're my ride and you do have tickets? They were only willing to give you and your buddy tickets, but not the other eight of us? So we just got to sit out here for four hours? These are not the friends you're going to shelter from the police Um, at any point in the future. Well, I mean, it comes back to what you're saying. Would you... Would you... Would you, you know, yeah. Would you take responsibility for somebody... And ultimately, it, it if that's kind of the pattern of behavior that you that you 
get from somebody like that. You sit down after the, after that situation happens and you say, yeah, you know, I kind of feel like this is the last time I'm ever going to go on a trip with you right. or I'm ever going to go to a concert with you or I'm ever going to allow you to dictate plans like to to right to be in charge of anything because you're an irresponsible boob right like that's how i kind of well that's how you navigate through life you find those people and then you get rid of those people <laughs> they don't aid in, in our in our ultimate goals in our life well then we got to step into the a whole nother topic which we can probably get into next time which is forgiveness ah uh-huh. meaning at what level uh, of getting taken for a ride mm-hmm. are you willing to tolerate and forgive before it's like, all right, that's it, that's it, I'm done. No more. I quit. Forgiveness is very, very powerful. Even if you do forgive, you right, but most, always but, become friends again. But, dude, most people, you can, you can come back if oh, sure. you're the forgiving party and the relationship's great, but if... The other person doesn't realize or doesn't recognize that you've forgiven them. Mm-hmm. They don't, t- and they don't take any, you know, agree to disagree. I didn't do anything. Mm-hmm. You're the one who's got to, you know, I forgive you for being such a dick about it. Right. You know, like that's, <laughs> that, that doesn't help. That doesn't, you know, it doesn't last very long. Yeah. Yeah. Hold your tongue on that one. We could definitely go off on forgiveness for sure. All right. All right, man. I'm just another Silver and gold. Yeah, that was from, uh, what was it, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer? I, I'm okay. Years ago, silver and gold. It was a hit. All right. Um, what you got for me today? Well, I know we finished off a day or so ago when we were talking about advice. So uh, yes. I wanted to follow up with the, the end of that discussion when I, I stated you know, we probably should look at um, forgiveness. Uh-huh. Forgiveness. Where does forgiveness, uh, you know, land on the on the chart, so to speak? Uh, so I, I'm just going to pose something to you. Pose it. Instead of going uh, on track one, which is like, hey, what are the benefits of forgiveness? Mm-hmm. And, you know, yada, yada. <clears throat> let's, uh, let's focus on... What are the things that you consider to be unforgivable? Is there anything that you can think of that's un that's unfor because you're a pretty forgiving guy. Very. So is there anything <clears throat> I've learned the benefits of forgiving and even forgiving people that don't ask for forgiveness. Um, which leads me to believe that it would take me some time to think about 
what is in fact unforgivable. Um, the problem with that for me is that everything should be forgivable because if you hold on to anything that, I mean, if you're holding on to that energy of not forgiving somebody for something or whatever happens, then you are directly affected by that feeling, whether that person knows that you don't forgive them or not. So it's a tough one for me. What about you? What's unforgivable for you? Um, you know, I guess, what do they say? Time heals all wounds. Right. Um, so I got to think of the things that I consider to be unforgivable, but then I, I come back around mm-hmm. years later and I'm like, you know, maybe maybe this guy or this girl or whoever, maybe they're a little bit more mature. Mm-hmm. Maybe they would never make the same mistake again. Um, certainly if it was like a crime, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like if somebody raped my wife or somebody killed my kid or somebody, uh, if they, if he stole from me, you know, and it didn't leave me destitute or whatever. Um, I've had plenty of things stolen from me. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> and I've actually given like the person who stole from me, not knowing who they are, credit for how well it was done. I'm like, you know what? This was a good job. They did a good job. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, well, it's, immediate I guess, forgiveness. I guess they say time heals all wounds, but. Only in the case if you've risen above the damage that was caused. So, for instance, um, if you invested with Bernie Madoff at the peak and you lost all of that money and now, you know, you're, you're working the checkout line at, at Walmart or something like that. Right. Because uh, you you've lost everything. I don't think you'll ever forgive somebody like Bernie Madoff <laughs> if you haven't overcome the damage that was the done. dissolute that that came upon the you destitution um but yeah i mean okay well that's a good point i mean if i'm married and you or i have a child and you kidnapped and killed my child or or anything of that nature um there's no forgiveness there's not enough time in the world to heal that wound i don't think no probably not but <clears throat> if i stole your car Mm-hmm. Right, and then you get it back, and you drive it for five years, and then you sell it and get a brand new one. And I come back into the picture, and I'm like, "Hey, man, I'm sorry, I stole your car." And you'd be like, "Yeah, eh, I got this new ride. My old one was kind of a piece of shit, anyway. Right. I forgive you. Just don't I'm steal sorry my car. Sorry, I stole your ride. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, but um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, if, if is I don't think. I mean, I guess if you look at like all the christian teachings and the buddhist teachings or whatever Mm -hmm. like forgiveness is divine you know so it's like you should be able to forgive anything and everything right exactly exactly i mean like i said you're carrying that you're carrying that that inside of you um that energy so it doesn't do anybody any good i mean but you can't get over certain things that's that's the next thing i wanted to to ask was um what when you forgive somebody what constitutes forgiveness meaning is just saying hey i forgive you it's cool but yeah i don't ever want to talk to you again is that real forgiveness um it can be sure i think it can be how well i mean i can truly forgive you but know that you have nothing good to offer me that doesn't mean forgiveness is not meaning that we're going to be friends Forgiveness is me saying, okay, look, I, I forgive you. I know this is the kind of person you are. You don't serve my purposes in my life, but I do forgive you and, you know, hope the best for you. Um, but 
uh, I don't need to be around you. But if the end result is the same, is meaning... It, is it? Well, that's the... That's you're either the friends or you're not friends. Is that what you're saying? No, what I'm saying is... Yeah, kind of. Like, it's <clears> like, okay, so uh, let's just make it, a, make it a relative. Okay. Right? So let's just say it was uh, your, your... I had this direct response with a relative. And uh, I, I was hurt. I didn't talk to I didn't talk to this person for over a year. And then I I over time was like I don't want to feel this way towards this person anymore. Um, their family, which makes it different as far as the process goes for me, I was like you're going to be family. You're going to be in my life. Right. Forever. I'm going to see you and <clears throat> function. Right. So and... I choose to forgive you. I accept that you are maybe weak um you know maybe uh just less of a person than i would normally but it's something i had to learn it's like okay i accept that you are this person and you are this way i don't agree with it but you are my relative you'll be with me forever so i forgive you for what you did to me but i definitely am not open now i'm not going to be surprised if anything happens in the future like i i forgive you because i'm not going to i don't i don't think about it anymore i don't feel it anymore i i i've you know done my own work and i'm going to come to you whether you whether you say you're sorry or not i'm going to say you're this to me you're always going to be this to me i don't want to feel the way i feel anymore so i forgive you for what happened Okay, let me let me turn it into something analogous. Okay. Right. That doesn't require you to actually have to do any forgiveness. All right. So let's just say you move your like you have your house. Mm-hmm. You've you've put your life savings uh, into. Oh well, there's something going on outside. Nice. Here comes uh, the siren. Um. So yeah, that they. Uh, let's just say that there's your house. You, you know, you you drop three hundred thousand on your house. You've got your family set up there. You're good to go. You're happy. Uh, and let's just say you're in Oklahoma, and you, this is your jam, and you love it. Mm-hmm. All right? And then all of a sudden, a tornado runs through and just completely demolishes not only your house, but all of your personal effects. It, you're just compl- Everything that you had, that your home is just completely destroyed. Now, at that time, you have a choice. You can either say... Well, I've got the insurance money, okay, uh, but I'm left with all of my memories and all of my photos and all of my keepsakes. Those mm-hmm. are all gone. I've got to start from zero and build back up, but I do have the ability to do that. Are you going to say, I'm going to rebuild on my land with that insurance money and rebuild a new house and start over? Or are you going to say, look, tornado, I forgive you. I know what you are. I know what you do. I know you destroy homes. I forgive you. That's fine. But I'm moving to another state and starting over. Right? Because in my mind... It depends. How many times has it happened? Um, <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, like, I would say that you, you're going to make that decision uh, the first time. You don't go through that one... You know, mm-hmm. you're going to say either I st- I'm going to stick this out... Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's the, it. That's how I'm paralleling it. I'm saying like when you forgive somebody, mm-hmm. in my opinion, you're saying I'm willing to clean the slate and stand here, continue to stand by you, right? Mm-hmm. That's what forgiveness is. Meaning you can at, you can mm-hmm. call on me again and say, "Hey, how are you doing? Want to get a drink? Hey, how right. are you doing?" And it's my choice to respond. 
however I want to. So if I forgive you, I, 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 I've still learned more about you through this process. So now you're going to, I forgive you, but I also, I'm also, I'm only going to show up so much. You know what I mean? Knowing that this is a part of your makeup because you didn't apologize. Now it's different if someone apologizes and you forgive them. I'm talking literally just being like, hey, I don't want to feel like this anymore. So I'm going to forgive this person. Um, but they're not asking for forgiveness and they're going to kind of be that way. But I know that because of X, Y, and Z, they're going to be in my life that I'm going to forgive them. But I'm also going to have learned from that situation and be like, okay, you know, now this is this is something that I know about you and I can accept that we're around each other, but I'm only going to give so much to that relationship. Okay. Yeah. Gi- giving some, but, but my point is you're still, it's still forgiveness. You're still you're saying, standing you're saying by... because I forgive you that we should be exactly how we were. No, no, not at all. Okay. Then uh, I'm not sure. I I'm using the, the, once again, <clears throat> I'm using the tornado reference. I understand the right? tornado reference. Meaning, uh, like the tornado reference is essential in the fact that you're, you're recognizing that everything that happened previously mm-hmm. due to a specific event mm-hmm. that might need to be forgiven, that everything that represented your past was in that house. Right. Right? And it was everything you worked toward. And because of this one thing, person, what have you, comes in and it wipes all of it out, you have no choice but to start over. Right. Right? I may forgive them and move on. It's the same thing. See, th- th- I mean, I guess that's uh, that's why I'm trying to get to the heart. Because of it. if you don't forgive, and it goes back to Buddha, if you don't, then it, it's on you. No, of course. I'm saying, what's the definition of forgiveness? Meaning, you could say... Uh, you looking deep inside right. who you are in your soul and believing that this does not even carry any weight when you see this person or you don't think that, about it yes, like this. Exactly. You don't have, that is forgiveness. It's within you. Right. I, I agree. Okay. That we're not we're not disagreeing on the fact that forgiveness means that you're you're basically saying to that person, I'm gonna let go mm-hmm. of any anger that I have towards what happened. I'm gonna let go of any resentment that I have towards you. I'm gonna let go of all all the feelings that I have, and, I, and I'm gonna move forward. Right. Right. But the question is, if you move forward, but at the same time, you're looking at that person and you're saying. Well, I learned everything I need to know about this guy. I don't want to be his friend. I don't want to hang out with him. I don't want to contribute to the relationship. I'm letting him go. Essentially, I'm packing up and moving to another state because mm-hmm. I just don't want to take the risk again, right, mm-hmm. to, to be friends with this person. The end result ultimately is the same whether you forgive that person or not because in saying, I forgive you, but I don't want to be your friend, that mean because of all the previous stuff that means that you're still carrying the previous stuff around you around with you because it's affecting your ability to start fresh with them and give them additional chances to to prove themselves you see what i'm saying meaning you're you're still holding the past against them which is why you can't have a future yeah but you can still forgive somebody and not have a future with them the future is up to the two parties. Right. Right? It's as much to the person who's being forgiven mm-hmm. to prove that they can make up for the previous mistakes. Well, just because I forgive you does not mean you now have the right to make up for that mistake. Uh, I would feel like it's almost an obligation not really. to try and live your to, to, to contribute as much to any 
positive future relationship with the person who forgave you. But you you don't have to have a positive future relationship if I forgive you. I can forgive you and move on from my life and not have you a part of it. We keep coming back to this. Is this a relink? Do you feel like the forgiveness on the part of you as the forgiver is for you? Yes. Or for the receiving person? Well, it can be for them if they want it. Again, it comes back to whether they came and said, I'm sorry, or I'm like, okay, they're just going to keep being this way. They're just going to keep being this way. And I don't like how it makes me feel. I forgive them, but I'm moving on. Like, I have to let go of that energy. And that is forgiveness within me. Now, I don't even have to have a conversation with them. I can just look at that person and be like, "Mm, yeah, I forgive them. But I don't have to talk to them about it because they're not going to apologize. They don't really care what they did. They're not really looking for any kind of, like, getting better with the relationship. They're not making any effort. Okay, hold on. Here's two. So there's two ways of looking at that. I've got two different – there's two different points of view here. Okay. Right? I think where I'm coming from is a much more uh, detailed Mm -hmm. uh, insight, meaning I'm I'm, I'm thinking more along the Christian views of the Lord's version of forgiveness, which is turning the other cheek, saying, hey, you, you just slapped me on this one. I forgive you. Here, you can slap the other one if you want to, meaning mm-hmm. I'm going to still put myself out there for you because I forgive you. I, yeah. Right? Sure. Okay, so that's that's number one, and that's that's kind of the, where you've been coming from, yeah, basically. Yeah, what, what, I'm, what I'm arguing right now, what is the definition of forgiveness? The other point, right, which is a much more, uh, I would like to say, it's not a moral point, meaning forget, there's a moral version of forgiveness, which is what I've been arguing, and then right. there's an ethical version of forgiveness, which is like forgiving a debt. Right. Right. Forgiving a debt is like, hey, I loaned you money. You're not going to pay me back. Doesn't mean I'm going to loan you any any more money, Mm -hmm. but I'm going to basically let the debt slide. I'm just going to say you don't owe me the debt anymore. We're good. Move on. But, you know, our business is concluded. That's that's, kind of what I've been arguing. Yes. That's a very straightforward, more of an ethical way of looking at it where it's, you know, black and white. There's no... um, additional layers to it mm-hmm. it's just basically mm-hmm. like hey uh, our business is concluded i can i right. can i can move on and you're in my rearview mirror right and that's mm-hmm. from that's mm-hmm. for me uh versus the other which is like you know i the whole kind of jesus idea of it which is like uh forgive them for they not know not what they do but we have to keep trying mm-hmm. we have to keep trying to prop them up you know let you know, like your children i guess more along the lines of like if your kid screws up you forgive them and then you keep trying right you know what i mean as opposed to saying hey look <laughs> you're an idiot you screwed up uh but our business is concluded here right you know what i mean mm-hmm. so um you know which side of the definition do you think is probably more accurate or, or more reflective of society like wait, 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 well, what, that's t- <laughs> well, what do you think most what, what do you most what do you think most people look at when they think about forgiveness? Oh, I think the the second one that you just described the the more Christian that way, right? So yeah, I I think the other way because when we were talking about is there anything that would would you ever turn on your family, mm-hmm, right. right? And we were having that conversation, and when I started to think about it, would have to deal. I would have to go into a situation like that. Um, Knowing that if I was going to shelter them, I would have to forgive them for putting me in that situation. And, oh, right, right. And uh, the opposite flip side of that coin is if I turned them in because I felt like the risk out, outweighed anything, like it would put me or anybody else at risk that I loved, they would have to 
come to forgive me for turning them in. Mm-hmm. Like I would, I would have to ask them for forgiveness for doing what I thought was right. Um, so, I, I mean, I guess when I'm looking at it in, in, in terms of these things, like when, when people are making decisions on whether or not I forgive, um, are they factoring in, you know, what, how does it go? How does that, how does that happen? Reframe your question. Uh, okay. Or rephrase your question. Uh, this is a difficult one. How, how do I rephrase? I'm not sure I followed. That's why I'm asking. Um, when you say, I'm going to forgive you, mm-hmm. are you saying, are you coming from the standpoint of logic? Or are you coming from the standpoint of how it might affect your your spirit, your soul? Um, both. I'll tell you why. In my particular situation. Um, logic in a sense that, and this is, again, it gets specific in situations. Is it, is it a family member? Is it someone that is going to be a part of your life no matter what? Or is it just a, a friend that's not really aiding in your, your life goals and your growth so you, you can actually get rid of them and it doesn't that's not something that's going to be a problem? Um, so in my situation, it was logic and spirit, both being, um, okay, well, this person is going to be in my life. They're not seeking any kind of remorse or, or apology or, or trying to show up in any way that they feel remorseful for what they did. Um, but it is causing stress where there doesn't need to be and, and within the family. And so I, I, I found, I just came, it just came to me. It's up to me to decide, well, what bothers me about this? Well, I've never had this person do anything wrong before and I've never expected them to ever do it. And now they did it and I don't know how I feel about it, but. I, I addressed that person. They just took the sort of low ground defensive one-liner response. And I was like, okay, well, that's what, that's all I get to work with. That's it. A year goes by and I'm just, the tension's still there. And it's all, so I, so logically I'm like, if I logically, if I forgive him and I will a stop thinking about it and B there won't be this tension when we're around. So then I'll, so logically I know that if I just, if I take the high road and just assume this and tell him, look, I'm not going to feel this way anymore. I, you're this person to me forever. I forgive you. I love you. Logically moving forward, I know that that tension will be lifted and whether we ever talk about it again, or if he ever thanks me for that again, it doesn't matter because now I can cohesively navigate around with my family and not feel that. But spiritually, I won't feel that ever. I'll go home, be by myself, and I won't be carrying that weight of like always tonguing it like a sore in my mouth. Like, oh, but I st- we, don't, we still don't talk. Or, oh, why, why wouldn't he just say he was sorry? Or whatever it was, all the stuff that just kept building up. And you, any negative energy or thought that you feel or, or carry or don't let go of will find its way in your body. And it will manifest to a certain certain degree. And that's the Buddhist spirit, spiritist person in me that's like energy and thoughts and feelings that all have an effect. Our mind is a very powerful thing. And that might be a little piece of it. But so for me, it was logic and spirit. I may be sort of spirit, but it was, I guess, maybe based off of what I explained, if it, maybe it seemed more logical to you. I don't know. But that's how I would look at it. Yeah, I don't know. I, 
I think it's a kind of a to each his own and obviously mm-hmm. the level of forgiveness and there's so many different factors that go into it. But I guess I, I was just trying to get to a, I'm always trying to get to a more definitive answer uh, right. in, in terms of like, how, how could you just very broadly define what it means to forgive? forgive because well, how about you? Can you do it? Yeah. I feel like if I truly, um, in the times where I've, I've ever had to truly forgive somebody. And there's, there's been several times sure. uh, with several people where it, something went down, we were friends, mm-hmm. it ended badly. And then, um, you know, I, I had to come to the, you know, I guess mental, spiritual, whatever logical consensus with myself and say, you know, it was a long time ago or, or even if it, you know, enough time had passed sure. or whatever, where I have the ability to kind of work through it. Um, I believe that that's more definitive of, of what forgiveness is to be able be able to get back on the horse and say, look, what happened happened. We can't change the past, but uh, we shouldn't let that affect our ability to be um, civil and potentially start a fresh relationship. Okay. Um, and I ended up, you know, not being friends with that person, uh, you know, going, being great friends with that person, not being friends with that person, going back to being friends with that person. And then eventually something else happened right. on their end, uh, a second time. Mm-hmm. And then it was like, okay, um, I suppose I can forgive them cause I've moved on. And if I see them around town or whatever, I'm like, oh, okay. Right. How you doing, man? How are things? What's going on? Blah, 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 blah. How is your family, et cetera, and so forth. Um, but yeah, at that point, I'm not I'm not the one reaching out anymore because I feel right. like, uh, you know, not that what they did is something that, you know, it's not like I wouldn't go and, and speak on their behalf or, or if somebody asked for a reference, I'd say, yeah, he's a you know, he's a good enough dude. He's a good sure. guy or whatever. But, um, you know, it's, it's just like if you've got somebody who repeatedly like they're, as you said, their their personality characteristics is uh, opportunistic or self very self-serving, mm-hmm. um, you know, like, hey, this is a great deal that I'm doing for you. Uh, mm-hmm. and if you don't take it, I'm going to be pissed with, pissed with you. And then you, you say, Oh, look, I'm your friend. I'll do the deal with you. And then they get all the benefit in it. You know, they kind walk of screws you over. Yeah, it screws yeah. you over. And then you're like, what the hell? And they're like, Hey, well, it didn't turn out the way I thought, but dude, you can't get pissed. And it's like, you, you pretty much, yeah. You know, right. You yeah. kind of saddled me with this problem. Uh, it was all your idea. Now, I have to suffer the consequences. You got all the benefit out of it. Right, right. And uh, at that point, you turn to yourself and you and you say, I made my own decision. Yeah, exactly. Right. I, I that, There's where the forgiveness is. It's like, you know what? I have to own my own actions. Exactly. I should have just told you to fuck off. A lot of my, right. Well, you didn't know. I mean, you got to trust a friend, but right? But then you got to get down to the granular level and right. you're like, wait a second. Am I going to forgive this guy for even right. asking me to do this fucking thing? Right. Well, so that 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 point right there was my whole point was like, hey, you know what? I, I Time has passed. I, I forgive you, but I, I'm not going to. I'm not going to continue. I'm not going to jump in bed with that. Right, exactly. Again. Exactly. But I mean, it's still hard. Like I still with you, I kind of want to be like, what is forgiveness? What exactly is it? Yeah. What does it mean? Right. What does forgiveness mean? And how mean? does that, how does, how does it affect? And just because you forgive one person, does that make you forgiving? 
Uh, right. Think about all the times that where mm-hmm. you, you you probably and you don't even know you haven't. Right. But you just you're just walking around with all of this data on your hard drive. Yeah. You know of of relationships where you likely didn't forgive that person and you mm-hmm. still haven't and you you never will. Yeah. You I, just don't think about it. I got to be honest. I've done my own inner work on this based off of how I felt just from learning how what it feel like feels like to be able to organically forgive somebody for something that didn't ask for forgiveness and so i'm the kind of guy that's like in trap i mean i will give everybody the benefit of the doubt of the doubt before getting upset around you know traffic or people or things like that like if somebody is just a total dick like i automatically a if they're a total dick on and it seems like it's on purpose i'm like i feel bad for them right away and then and then I automatically just think, you know, that I have no idea what led to this point. I mean, I'm you were a saint. I'm, sir. Literally, I'm literally gotten there. It's a, it's a very, it's powerful. Uh, it's powerful. I, I am, uh, I am not that guy. I'm forgiving people before I've even met them. <laughs> I, yeah, I, I'm the exact opposite. Yeah, that's uh, why we work. <laughs> everybody, in my opinion, is guilty until proven innocent. Right. I'm very jaded. Oh, yeah. Uh, I I hold so much resentment and so much <laughs> hatred. In, no, in that's it. not true. Well, okay. <laughs> maybe, I'm over, maybe I'm over. But, but compare, in comparison to, to, to the saint description I just gave. Yeah, which is, I'm, uh, I don't fit that description at all. <laughs> I mean, you got you to gotta work for daddy's forgiveness. Yeah, that's right. I'm going to make it. Like, I'm gonna make sorry, it hard. I because uh, that's because you can see all the things that that person did wrong like instantly. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I can. You're like I have a steel trap memory, and I remember every yeah. little thing. You're a tough one, and with it that. sucks because <laughs> all I see when I see some, I mean, and when they do something nice for you, though, yeah. having the mem- having all of those memories right. about how crappy things were, right? It mean it amplifies any gesture that they make that's positive, but it also amplifies any additional gestures that they Beyond make that are their shitty. positive, right? So it's like if, if they, it's a seesaw, then that positive yeah, just they, gets lower and lower. If they do and lower something the nice, you're like, man, this, we really have, right. can move on. It's well, that's exciting. what's great about you as a friend. Like, yeah, you do have these points where you are very strong about your opinions, and you kind of see how things should be done, and things kind of get in the way. But you will take a gesture of apology or anything like that, or any kind of like thoughtful approach to something you'll take that to heart immediately like you'll be like wow you actually went out of your way to to try to to fix this or to try to make me happy like you'll notice that and and uh and and really give it more the way it deserves which is which is i think is kind of rare well uh, that's because i work on what's known as a point and reward structure <laughs> so well, let's, <laughs> if, well it comes from a natural everybody, thing everybody i don't care if you're negative five every little point counts yeah that's right you know, that's it's right. another penny in the jar for you see you're filling it it's up it's the negotiation exactly you're, you're like, your son is gonna be okay. always <laughs> trading always be closing you better have With a maniacal laugh exactly <laughs> <laughs> Uh, uh, uh. Oh, oh man. man, I forgive you. I forgive myself. No, let's see, that's all that matters. And that's all I need to be able to do. <laughs> Very important. That means I can be an asshole the rest of my life. <laughs> that's right. But if Just I can forgive myself, I'll be good. You're your own Catholic church. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know enough boys, though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so sad. On that note. Yep. Here I go again.